0: It's about to go down, in a minute, let me touch down, I'ma get it, cause I, 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 been waiting all
1: night,
2: it's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Allen Samuel Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward Weiss, and Ryan Fox.
0: Hey, good morning and welcome. Welcome one and all to Game Time. This is your first word in sports. Tom, Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. It's a Monday as we get ready to rock and roll here on this Monday. There is plenty to talk about. Plenty to talk about here on this Monday. All right, uh, let's go around the horn and check in. Ward White's good morning. How are we? Morning, good. Ryan, how you doing? I'm good. How are you, Tom? I'm good. Ready to go. Ready to go. Big weekend, Ward? I mean, did you uh, you have a big weekend? Pretty big what'd you do busy
3: i did all the yard work and all the fun stuff yeah let me just explain something to you i did not realize and i guess i say this probably
0: every year but i did not i did not realize just how expensive fertilizer is uh it's doubled from last year is that what it is yeah doubled so me paying 85 dollars for a bag of fertilizers
3: and it's not what it was last I
4: about year. about
0: Fell out. Yeah,
3: because <laughs> I, I got what the brand that I bought was sixty five that I paid thirty nine for last year.
0: Holy oh moly!
5: Goodness.
3: I did the same thing
0: Saturday morning. I mean, it was you know, mow, weed eat, edge, fertilize. I once did all they
3: that. once they you know, and I also cleaned out the flower beds. So
0: did I. So did I. I got the I got the my battle least, scars to
3: approve it. My least favorite. Yard me work. too. But it needed to be done,
0: and I would kept putting it off, so I got that deal done on Saturday. But they had to – you know, they – I'm surprised they didn't have to call 911 to get me off the floor when $86 or $85 for fertilizer. I was – wow. <laughs> just – Ridiculous. Didn't realize it. It's just, ridiculous. So – You know, and you're talking to a guy, and I'm like, point me to the best. I I, want to, I I need, well, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, $85. Wow. But anyway, it's done. Move on. Go to the next thing. Ah, big weekend in basketball, wasn't it? Wow. Huge. Okay. And and just. Just a thought here. You don't have a one. You don't have a two. And you don't have a three in the final four. The top 12 teams, according to the selection committee, are not in the NCAA tournament. Your final four. What's that say about college basketball? Is it parity or is it just this tournament? Transfer portal. I think so, which creates... It creates the parity. Well, look how good Texas was. Mm-hmm. That's Transfer Portal. I mean, Chris Beard went and got a bunch of guys out of the portal. Uh, look how good Kansas State was. That's Transfer Portal. When Jerome Tang took over, there was two players there. Two. I, so, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think, it's, I think it's Transfer Portal, which has created parity in college basketball. It is wild to think about this Final Four. And we'll get into that here uh, in in a few minutes. Uh, Let's see. What else is going on? We'll we'll get into some softball and some baseball uh, with Baylor. We'll do that. Jerry Hill will be here to talk about that with us and whatever else. We are, what, three days away, four four days away from opening day in Major League Baseball. Four days. Have you penciled in your lineup, kinda how you think the Ranger lineup's gonna look and No. What that AL West championship have you started looking like at rings or anything? No. <sighs> no need in that. Man, I'm pumped. I'm jazzed. Let's go, Rangers. It's baseball time in Texas. Oh, Lord. No? You're you're still not on board?
3: No, well, they're still a year away.
0: All right. All right. Uh, you know what we are a month away from? NFL draft. hmm
3: Are you still sticking to your guns that they need a running back in the first round? I, if B. John Robinson's available, you get him. What if he's not? Well, then you take the best player on the board.
0: So, you think at this juncture he is the best player for
3: the Cowboys on the board? If he's there at 23, yeah. Okay.
0: Well, I, I, you know... A month away, I, I want to kind of get into that a little bit. You know, there's a lot of chatter now about Bijan John Robinson and the Cowboys. And I'm just curious is that legit? Or is that the Cowboys and, and, and those kind of trying to guide you in a, one direction when they go another? Because they've done that before. They've done that to us where they get you thinking one thing and they do something else. But there's a lot of conversation about be John Robinson and the Cowboys. Should be. So, we'll we'll have that conversation. Anything else that went on in the wide world of sports this weekend that you want to get into, we'd love to hear from you on our C&C Collision Center text line, 254-662-1660. 254-662-1660. Is this as wide open as you've ever seen it as far as the Final Four coming up this weekend? Do you have any idea who's going to win the basketball tournament? No, I don't. Who, would, If you were betting, who would you bet on? Huh. Connecticut? I was about to say UConn. Probably. That doesn't mean anything in this N- tournament, does no. it? No. Nothing. It means nothing. Everybody had San Diego State getting there, didn't
6: they?
3: Mm, nope. Was it a foul, Ward? <sighs> it hadn't been the whole game, but by the letter of the law... Yeah, he impeded him, so you got to call it. Hit him in the back. I mean, the left hand's
0: on him. The ones that drive me nuts, the ones that drive me nuts, is you can't call that foul with two seconds to go. I mean, why can't you? You can,
3: except you hadn't been calling it the whole game.
0: I'll I'll accept that argument, that that's not the way the game had been officiated. Yes. If that's your argument, I'll accept that argument. But the argument of you got to swallow the whistle with two seconds to go is asinine to me.
3: Well, yeah. but if you've been swallowing the whistle the whole game, you got to continue to stay consistent. You just do. I, I I think it's a no call.
0: If it's a no call, then San Diego State's not going to Houston.
3: Yeah, probably not.
0: Creighton <laughs> is right. The Blue Jays, the fighting blue, and the fighting Blue Jays did did beat the tigers, by the way. And I didn't think that could happen. I didn't think a tiger could lose to a Blue Jay, but oh my. it happened. It happened. All right. It is a 707. Let's hear, let's uh, let's uh let's look at this one here from our CNC Collision Center text line, and then we'll, we'll dive into this. Uh from the 903, for as wide open as the men's Final Four is, can anybody beat South Carolina on the women's side? Funny you ask that. Before we went on the air, we were having that conversation. We were talking about the women's tournament, and Ward, you're not you're not a thousand percent sold on South
3: Carolina. You're, I, you're you're in on them, but I am. But I, it's a funny game. It's a real funny game. Just ask all the men's coaches, right? Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, I. I it would be a monumental upset, wouldn't it, if somebody beat South Carolina? I I think they've got to be the clear cut favorite. I do. Yeah, I mean, look, LSU's in the Final Four, right?
0: I mean, Kim Mulkey got her team there.
3: Yes, they did.
0: And South Carolina annihilated LSU when they played mm-hmm. in the regular season. Uh but you're right. It's it's a different animal when you're talking about the you know the NCAA tournament. But I just I can't see it. I, I, I we talked about it when the thing began that I thought everybody was playing for second place. Still do. That's how good South Carolina. It had nothing to do with the, the other teams. It has nothing to do with them. It has everything to do with South Carolina. Right. They're, they're that good. It's their tournament to win. It absolutely is. And I think that's probably the best way to put it. It's their tournament to win. Or their tournament to lose. I mean, if they, you know. So we'll we'll see. So a lot of stuff to get to go Rangers uh 7-10, 10 minutes it's after s- it's it's baseball time it's you got to get ready you got to get your game face on uh let's let's get into this a little bit. Let's start on the uh, softball side uh, both Baylor and incidentally it's kind of ironic that both Baylor baseball and softball teams were in Stillwater and uh uh you know because normally that just doesn't happen. I mean, you, sometimes you play the same team, but a lot of times one's at home, one's on the road. But they were both on the road this weekend. So. And uh, Baylor did fall Sunday afternoon in the series finale to uh, number two, Oklahoma State, 5-1. to one. Baylor's now 23-8 and eight on the season. Oklahoma State's the number two team in the country, and they are good. And they were at home, and they won it. Meanwhile, the uh, baseball team lost to, uh, lost to Oklahoma State yesterday 13-2 to two in a 7-any run rule. Uh, they played the run rule on Sundays in the, in the Big 12, so there was a run rule there, and so Baylor now nine and 15 overall. They're two and four in the Big 12 conference, so that's what happened as far as the uh, Baylor baseball team is concerned. After the game on the uh, on the Baylor radio network from Learfield, Mitch Thompson was asked about the game and the series.
5: Well, hey, I, I think we ran into a buzzsaw. I think Oklahoma State's really playing well, and uh, I give their I give their club a lot of credit. I think. Uh, Watts Brown was outstanding on the mound for him. Gave him a great start, and uh, you know we couldn't get into the bullpen. If we can get into the bullpen, then maybe we have a chance. Uh, uh, but we just couldn't. We couldn't do it. He was, he was, he was excellent. I mean, you know, he looked like the he looked like the guy that everybody said was going to be the conference pitcher of the year, and, uh, and that's what he looked like today. And and then you know their hitters. Uh, you know, you try to hold them, try to hold them, try to hold them and do a pretty good job for a little while. And then all of a sudden it, they just explode. They're built for this ballpark and they play to this ballpark and they wear it out.
3: Coach, we appreciate your time. We'll see you back home on Tuesday.
0: That is uh, the post. That is the comments of Mitch Thompson again uh, from the uh, bro- broadcast on Sunday uh, from uh, Oklahoma state where the uh, bears drop the decision. I, I thought Friday night, the, 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 Cowboys won Friday night, eleven to nine in eleven innings. But t- Baylor had a nice lead in that game. I thought, if you know, hey, look, if you can get that win on Friday night, steal that, steal that Friday night victory, then it puts you right in the series. And the Bears, I think, gave up a four or five run lead in that uh, in that ball game on Friday night. And I think that's, I don't know, it just that's a tough loss and hard to recover when you're playing in front of packed houses on the road and, and they just didn't they got so they got swept by the Oklahoma State Cowboys. And you Ward, you've been around this, Ryan, you've been around this, this, this college baseball in this Big 12. I didn't stop and think about this. In conference play, now West Virginia was playing Xavier outside of conference. But in conference play, all of the series were sweeps. Oklahoma State swept Baylor, TCU swept Kansas Kansas State swept Oklahoma and Texas swept Texas Tech which to me maybe that's the biggest shock to me is that Texas swept Texas Tech and the way they in the fashion in which they did it they had a walk-off win on Saturday and a walk-off win on Sunday the Saturday walk-off was bizarre a kid hits a double they call a balk so he ends up at third and then a wild pitch and he scores to give the long that's how that's how Texas beat Texas Tech on Saturday and, and then yesterday Texas wins with a with a home run in the bottom of the ninth. But all of the series in the Big Twelve were sweeps. And that's that's just unusual to me. You just don't see that a whole lot. Uh, but that's what happened in the Big Twelve this weekend with Oklahoma State, T C U, Kansas State, and Texas all
3: sweeping. All home teams.
0: Yeah. What's that say? About the home field advantage mm-hmm. There's something about your own ballpark sleeping in your own bed and all those kind of things. and you know, like one guy said, uh even even you you do all that, plus you're still able to like come in and get some extra work in because it's your ballpark and that kind of stuff. so look they uh they all got it done and uh and they walk it off the The kid from Robinson, Peyton Powell, plays for Texas. He's just tearing it up right now. I saw where he had two more home runs yesterday. That kid is is going well. Good for him. All right, uh, it is seven fourteen. We're fourteen after seven. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. We'll talk about the college basketball tournament, and uh, we'll get into that next here on ESPN Central Texas.
7: Join us for our next Baylor Coaches Show from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco
1: with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Join us Thursday, March 30th, for our next Baylor Coaches Show, live from Rudy's. Our guest, Michael Woodson from Baylor Men's Tennis and acrobatics and tumbling head coach, Felicia Mulkey. The Baylor Coaches
7: Show, live from Rudy's. And here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas.
8: NeighborWorks Waco is now in their 30th year of assisting families in the Waco area and purchasing their first home. Today, over 3,200 families have been assisted, and these new homeowners have gained over $320 million in home equity through these years. Would you like to be a part of these results? Give us a call at 254-752-1647 or register to get started at www.nw-waco.org. Let NeighborWorks Waco open the door to homeownership for you. You and your family.
2: My house says.
3: spring is here and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here call Universal Windows direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy star for years also they offer zero percent financing for 60 months that's right zero percent financing for 60 months contact Universal Windows direct of Central Texas for a free
2: Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas. In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at
9: Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on
10: seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys in here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving
2: any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area.
9: I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else.
10: It's the people and the professionalism and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. There are lots of reasons to own a golf car. Get around the neighborhood. Cruising the lake at Campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without golf carts. Oh, yeah, and golf carts are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf carts for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard.
2: Gather with us on April 1st in Heritage Square in downtown Waco for the Greater Waco Chambers Texas Food Truck Showdown with presenting sponsor Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. Save the date and make sure you're following us on Facebook for all the latest. Visit the Texas Food Truck Showdown.com for the lineup of trucks and signature dishes. The Texas Food Truck Showdown is fun for the whole family, so don't fool around and make plans to truck on down to the Texas Food Truck Showdown April 1st. Game time is brought to you by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, your friend in the car business.
0: All right, 718, 7-18, minutes after 7, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. All right, Saturday, NCAA basketball tournament, Saturday, FAU, a winner over Kansas State, 79-76. And UConn, uh, boy, they just flat dismantled Gonzaga, Whoa. 82-54. They that took was them to ugly. the whichie yeah it, it it was from the get-go from mm-hmm. from jump it was it was it, they were just a better team Sunday San Diego State beats Creighton 57 56 and Miami comes from behind and beats Texas 88 81 of those four games which one was the most surprising to you not that that particular team won but maybe how they won the circumstances in which they won San Diego State and Creighton because of the foul at the end, or because mm. it was San Diego State, a five-seed winning? A little of both.
3: A little bit of both.
0: Well, they beat a six, yeah, but, but a I hot didn't, six.
3: Yeah, I I thought Creighton was playing very, very well. Well, they
0: were. Uh, for me, it was the nine-seed Florida Atlantic winning. I'm like, nine-seeds don't go to the final four for Pete's sake. But I'll say this about that, that team. Every time Kansas State would run a little bit and stretch the lead a little bit, here comes FAU. They never let it get away. They never let that run of 6 or 7 get to 10 or 12. They just didn't. They had an answer. They had an answer. It's a good basketball team. It is. It really is. Uh, but how did Texas not finish that thing off of yesterday?
3: That's baffling. I don't. I don't know. I watched the entire game, and I still don't know how they just let that thing quickly melt away. Well, one way is they go seven and a half minutes with two points, one field goal. That'll do it. Yeah. That'll do it in a hurry. Wow. But they had had what I thought again. They just went completely cold and then took bad shots after that. Welcome to the NCAA tournament. They, they hit I, the panic button.
0: I, I thought when they built that lead, I said, okay, all they got to do now is just kind of take care of things, and they're going to the final four. I really thought. All they the, got
3: to do is make a couple of baskets.
0: I'm not, guys, I thought, I, I seriously thought when the weekend started and you looked at Texas and Miami, Kansas State and Florida Atlantic, Victor's going to have two teams in the final four. They're going to have two teams in the final four, and it didn't happen. I mean, just didn't happen. Here's the call from CBS, TBS, TNT, wherever it was. Uh, CBS on the on the uh, on the foul with San Diego State and Creighton.
9: San Diego State looking for the win.
10: Butler, get it in. A rope hands it to Trammell. Three seconds, two seconds. Trammell drives. He's fouled. Darion Trammell will go to the free throw line. It's
0: all
9: about getting the turn towards the basket. Played it perfectly from a timing perspective. Let's see if there's a hit left arm is
1: down low he didn't hit him with the right arm the left arm might be on the hip let's take another look
0: see that left hand on the hip I'm a big believer Ian, in that if the offensive guy makes a play at the end of the game and he's fouled you have
7: to call it now some people say this may not be much of a foul
1: but does it affect the offensive guy's motion to the basket and getting a shot off
0: and you're pushed a little bit. It throws your timing off. That was the call. Are you buying it? Are you are you,
3: are you you agreeing with it? I've watched it about six times. I think it was a foul. I, again, by the letter of the law, it was. But there was a whole lot more egregious fouls in that game that weren't called. They were letting them play. So, if you let them play the whole game, you have to let them play the last minute. I...
0: I, I, I... I totally agree with you in in, in
3: that sense, uh, and that's it, the only reason. Yeah, if you're gonna, but yeah, if if you want to say is that a foul? Yes, it is, but not by the way the game was called the entire other fifty nine minutes and fifty eight seconds. And again, it just for, wasn't
0: for me. The 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 of all the games, the Florida Atlantic win over Kansas State was. Was the one. So here's your, here's your final four. Florida Atlantic and San Diego State. Who Raise your hand if you had Florida Atlantic playing San Diego State in Houston. And then on the other side, it's
3: Miami and UConn. Yeah, I had none of these. <laughs>
11: <I just, laughs> Me neither. No.
0: I, I wonder how many people actually had. You know what? How many had one of the four? Seriously. You got a five and a four, a nine and a five. I I don't know. Top 12 programs, according to the the selection committee, none of them made it. You don't have any ones, any twos, any threes. You got one four and two fives.
3: Joining the nine. Out of all these, I had zero of these. In the suite? What about in the suite 16? No. Elite eight? Obviously not. No. No, no. But I had zero of these winning this weekend on Saturday and Sunday. Wow. Really? I was 0 for 4. <sighs> oh,
0: my. <laughs> you know what? After
3: my re-picks.
0: Jo- you
4: probably joined a
0: boatload of other people. I mean, I can't. What would you say after the
4: first weekend? A- after the first round, there were zero perfect brackets on any ESPN, CBS, any other bracket thing you could fill one out on. That zero perfect ones. So let me ask, is that a good thing or is that a bad
0: thing that you don't have those blue blood programs, at least one or two blue blood programs going to Houston? Is that a good thing or a bad thing? And I, for you know NCAA what? I'm, basketball, I'm I think of, it's a bad thing. Me too. Me too. Now, look, is it going to create excitement? I mean, because you're going to have all these new programs? Well, good for them and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. I think for that novice, that just says, hey, it's the Final Four. I got to turn it on. It's what I'm supposed to do. They're looking for Duke, Kentucky, North Carolina. You know? Kansas. Kansas. They're they're looking for them. Where are they at? Well, they're not. They're replaced by Florida Atlantic.
3: <laughs> you know? Uh, I mean, if you, if you were CBS or the NCAA. That doesn't you, fire you, would, you up. You would much rather have Texas. Well, sure you would. Or Gonzaga, yeah, make it through the weekend, yeah. At you, least one of those two, yeah.
0: And the and and the Kansas State thing's a good story with with Jerome Tang first year hit probably coach.
3: would have been, yeah.
0: But the
3: San Diego it's State, not, it's still not Texas or Gonzaga. No,
0: I agree. But San Diego State, you're really jazzed up about San Diego State. I'm
3: not. I've I'm never, not real thrilled about this Final Four at all.
0: Me neither. Now I'll watch because it's the Final Four, but I'm wondering about the one that turns that television on. This time of the year, because they're just NCAA tournament fans and all that kind of stuff, are mm-hmm. they going? Are they going to be locked in this weekend and Monday night for this Final Four? I, I don't think so. I think, I think, I don't think that the, the television numbers will be as impressive as they normally are. I just don't. After the game Saturday, this is—I mean—he's just the coolest dude. After the game Saturday, gut wrenching loss, by the way, for Kansas State. Jerome Tang went into the FAU locker room.
9: Your toughness, your togetherness, your ability to make plays for each other, right? Like the way you communicate with each other. There's n- nobody can beat y'all, right? Nobody can. So just stay together. Don't get distracted between now and then, all right? Stay locked in. Keep doing what you're doing. Y'all are the toughest son of a guns we played all year long. Uh, just proud of y'all be rooting Appreciate for you, all right? How about that?
0: Is, is, Great
3: sign of sportsmanship.
0: Yeah, as tough as that loss was for his team... And him, he had, they uh, w- went into that locker room and addressed that team. And I think that's pretty cool. I think it's pretty cool. That is what it's all about. It really is good stuff. All right. Uh, so there you go. That's, well, let's, it's, we got to do it, boys. Here we go. Who's playing in the final and who's winning? Huh. <laughs> Here's what I got. Well, I don't know. I got FAU over San Diego State because I think they're a darn good basketball team. And I got UConn beating Miami and UConn winning it all. I can go with it.
4: uh, Honestly, that's probably what I would go with too. That's a great pick. I just. But FAU in the championship game, that would be incredible. Well, everybody had that on their bracket.
0: (laughs) I mean, you know, everybody had FAU. They're, I mean, I, I, do you call them a Cinderella? Is that Fa you a Cinderella?
3: Yeah, it, they are. Maybe not. Maybe not the biggest Cinderella, but they're. I mean, nobody saw them making it to Houston. Hey, it was kind of cute nobody. when they won on opening weekend, you know. Nobody saw them.
0: No, but to to to. Make the march through and end up in Houston, but the you know and and I'm telling you how many people sit there and went San Diego State boy, they play you know that that part of the country is is they finished fifth in conference u s a yes fifth that 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 greater San Diego area that's where that's a hotbed for college basketball. Are you kidding me? Well, here they are folks. FAU and San Diego State at 5 o'clock. And then uh, the 8 o'clock game will be Miami and UConn. Get ready. Championship Monday night. All right, uh, 730. We'll take a break right here when we come back. Jerry Hill's at 734 every day, so we'll have Jerry Hill at 734 right here on ESPN Central Texas.
5: Oh.
1: Recently on the John Moore Show, King McClure with us at uh, ESPN, stepping over to ESPN Radio.
2: If you can do radio as a play-by-play, that is extremely difficult. Like that, that, that is a skill. <laughs> right. Because I was listening, I was I was almost in amazement uh, of the ability to be able to describe something so perfectly. So honestly, I gotta know you do that too. So if you can do that, that is a talent and a skill. John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
12: Hi, everybody. It's Jimmy with Advanced House Leveling. I just wanted to say thanks for everything you've done for us and our family over four decades. And I'm the funny, goofy dude on the radio, but this is kind of serious because your homes are serious. Nothing's funny about a foundation problem. If you do have a problem, give us a call, 254-235-4922 or fixitjimmy.com, and we'll do our best to protect your house. And once again, thanks, y'all.
13: ESPN
0: Central Texas.
2: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
9: I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with case construction equipment, whatever the job is. The final four is set for the NCAA Men's Basketball Championship. San Diego State will take on Florida Atlantic in the first semifinal, while UConn will tangle with Miami in the other semifinal. Half of the women's Final Four has been decided as LSU and Iowa punched their tickets yesterday. The other two spots will be decided tonight between South Carolina and Maryland and then Virginia Tech against Ohio State. Not a good road trip for Baylor softball and baseball. They both lost all three games at Oklahoma State. The McLennan Highlanders are back on the diamond today after sweeping Vernon on Saturday. They host Panola for a nine-inning game starting at 2 o'clock.
2: Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas time to talk Baylor athletics with Baylor University's director of sports journalism Jerry Hill
0: it is 734 (laughs) I laugh I can't help it (laughs) Jerry good morning welcome to the program it's 734 Jerry
6: Right on time. This is this is it every week. Seven thirty four, <laughs> not seven thirty. Let's make it seven thirty four. Uh, that's so. that's
0: hilarious. It gives me
6: four minutes extra to sleep.
0: Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. All right. There good morning. Go. Welcome to the program. Uh, and congratulations uh, for picking FAU and San Diego State <laughs> on that side of the bracket. I am so proud <laughs> of you,
6: <laughs> Tom. I went back and looked because we, you know, we did a bracket up at work, and I had hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. No, Do no not
0: call that work.
6: <laughs> Florida. I had Florida Atlantic lose in the first round. Well, I'll, I'll admit it. Yeah, didn't a lot of people? Yeah, I mean, that was Memphis. You know, obviously more yeah. of a storied program. Mm-hmm. And, but, yeah, nobody had them. I guarantee you nobody had them in their Final Four. That, that's just amazing.
0: And I'm going to ask, and we'll get to Baylor uh, Athletics in just yeah. a second, but I'm I'm curious because we talked about it this morning. A, is this a good thing or a bad thing for college basketball? And B, is this a good thing or a bad thing for CBS?
6: I'm not sure if it's a good thing for CBS. I think it's a great thing for college basketball. You know, and and we've seen it. I mean, I would say probably the last even 20 years or so. I mean, the parody is just incredible. And, I mean, when you look at this group, um, you know, I guess, there's one power five. Is that right? With, with Miami. Um, so yeah, it's just, uh, but no, I think it's great for basketball. You've got, you've got a four, two fives and a nine. (laughs) I mean, that's usually my poker hand, right? Right. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's great for, but CBS, I don't know. I, I think, I hope there will be a lot of people tuned in. Um, but you know, a lot of times it takes, uh, UConn's a little bit of a name. Uh and even Miami, the school is a name. I don't basketball it's not a name, but you know, there there's some I think there's enough interest though that hopefully people will tune in because I, I think it I think it's wonderful. Like you said, Florida Atlantic versus San Diego State. Yeah, that's that's uh that's an interesting semifinal matchup.
3: Hmm. Later baseball goes into Oklahoma State and a good baseball team at Oklahoma State, but they kinda had an uphill climb for themselves this weekend.
6: Yeah, I mean, they uh, they had the big lead. Uh, I guess it was the first game and lost that one in extras. And that one, you know, uh, that's the one you needed to get. You know, if you could have gotten that first one um, when he didn't get a very good start at all from Blake Hilton, but uh, you you had a chance to steal one there and, you know, and just, just didn't get it done. I thought they fought in that second game. And, and then I don't know the – third game that might've just run out of gas. I mean, you know, it was, I guess it was eight 2 uh, going into the bottom of the seventh and they hit, you know, the big home run. So, um, yeah, I mean, you would have liked to have gotten one for sure. Um, you know, kind of keep your head above water, but, um, that's, like you said, that's a really good baseball team on the road. So, you know, you, you just got to kind of wash that one and, and, and hope you can, uh, you know, get a couple – I think they play Kansas this weekend, I believe. So, uh, if they can if they can get a couple there, um, they're kind of back on track. And, and, again, I think right now, you know, what you want to do – you're not going to compete for a conference title, not with this team. But, you know, if you can, again, get into the conference tournament and, and you know, keep that streak alive, I think that's kind of what you're playing for this year.
0: We mentioned Oklahoma State sweeping Baylor in baseball. Everything in the Big 12 was a sweep by the home team. Yeah. On the baseball side that that's you wow. know sweeps I mean sweeps are difficult we know how difficult yeah. a sweep is right. and for everybody to get a sweep I mean I know that they're home teams but man that's wild
6: yeah that is wild and and uh you know I I think the league is really strong uh you know even when you get sweeps like that because just tech got swept is that right or
0: that's correct Texas had two walk-offs yeah, yeah.
6: Yeah, Tech, Texas, you know, sweeping that. So that might have been the most surprising one. Mm-hmm. That's what I said. I know Tech is very good, but, you know, again, Tech was right there in a couple of those games. So, um, you know, I think it's still going to be an interesting race. I mean, I think there's going to be a lot of teams. Uh, yeah, I don't know that you'll see a lot of sweeps like that. I really don't. So, we'll we'll see how it goes the rest of the way. But, yeah, an interesting weekend for sure.
3: Softball in Stillwater as well. And they run into number two, Oklahoma State.
6: Yeah. Yeah. And it was the same thing, Ward. I mean, you know, they had a, they got a five, nothing lead in that first game and, 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 uh, Dari Orm just did not pitch real well this weekend. I think she pitched a little better on Saturday, but, um, yeah, she couldn't hold the five Oh lead and, and they wound up losing that one in extras. Again, if you could have just gotten that one and snuck out of there with a win against the number two team in the country, that's what we got to remember. That's, That's what Oklahoma State is, at least right now. They're the number two team in the country. And, you know, in a couple of those games, you went kind of toe-to-toe with them. Um, So I don't know that they hang their head about this one. But but just that first game, you know, like I said, if you can get that first one and and get a little momentum, even if you don't win either of the next two, you've at least got a game out of it. And I think that would have helped them. And that was their conference opening weekend. So you start out 0-3. So that's difficult but you know I, I think this is a I still think this is a really good Baylor softball team and and uh, they, they actually got some good pitching performances out of uh, Riley Crandall and, and Casey West as well. Um, so I, I think they're still in great shape. they just you know just gotta win some of these series coming up. I,
0: I agree with you and I said it earlier of the same thing on the baseball side if you can find right. a way to win that Friday night game, number one right. it keeps you from getting swept. But number two, right. I think it changes the complexion of the, of the of how you feel about yourself on the road in, in in a Big Twelve road series. And who knows what happens in those next two? I mean, if you can find a way to win that Friday night game, but it just didn't happen. And what is the deal about the state of Oklahoma and softball? Good gracious,
6: yeah, they're they're pretty good. I mean, yeah. when you got the number one and the number two team in the <laughs> nation, both right there in Oklahoma, yeah, they're pretty good. I mean, you know, it is where the World Series is held, too. So, uh, yeah, it's a pretty good state for softball, I'd say.
3: Baylor football gets on the field last week for the first week of spring training. I- anything that just really stood out to you, Jerry?
6: I didn't watch enough of it to know. I mean, I was out there some, but, you know, didn't didn't get to see a lot. I, You know, I think some of the things, you know, obviously a lot of the focus is going to be on the quarterback battle uh between Sawyer Robertson and, and Blake Shapen but i but i think more important um you know struggles or or competitions would be in the offensive and defensive line because you know when i look at the the pro day lineup for today that's five offensive linemen that are in there um so that's what you're losing from this past year's team and you've got a lot of holes obviously to replace. So I think the offensive line, that development there, and then on the defensive side too, I mean, you've got, I think, four defensive linemen going through pro day as well, uh, including like three nose tackles. So um, obviously you have some holes to fill there as well. So that's, that's kind of what I'm going to be looking forward, honestly, is, and, and I know that's cliche that it all starts in the line, but I, I do believe that. And if they can develop a good offensive line, they had to, two BYU transfers, and they've got a couple of guys back. So I think they'll be okay, but you know, they need to develop that you know through spring training, and we'll see what they have. But, you know, at least on the defensive side, you've, you've got guys like T.J. Franklin and Gabe Hall and some of those guys back. So I think you're okay on the defensive line. You just need to develop somebody in that middle spot. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, those were the two spots that I'm going to be looking at the most.
0: And, and to add to that, would it be fair to say that – as much as we all anticipated the offensive line kind of carrying the offense last year, Mm -hmm. that, that simply didn't happen.
6: Didn't happen. No, it didn't. And, and, you know, you really did have, man, a lot of experience and and those guys were a big part of the, Mm -hmm. you know, the 21 team that won the conference championship, won the sugar bowl. So I I think, uh, yeah, they did not live up to expectations and, and I don't know why that is. I mean, Connor Galvin, you know, at left tackle, he'd been there forever. So, um, you know, for whatever reason, that didn't come together. And, you know, was that some of that on the quarterback? Um, I don't know. I mean, they still ran the ball pretty well, um, but, you know, just didn't, uh, didn't protect like you thought they would and, and probably didn't even run the ball as, as well as you thought they would. So, yeah, as much as, you know, you hate losing all those guys, Um, you know, I think there's some, I think there's some capable guys coming in. And like I said, with the two BYU transfers, including one that, you know, had started for them. So I I think you're going to be okay. And, you know, I think, uh, you know, Eric Mateus obviously has his hands full, but I think he'll do a good job developing that O-line.
3: What do you expect to see at pro day? Is there a, maybe a late first rounder or a second or third rounder that can make their case today?
6: yeah, I mean yeah, obviously you had Connor and Siaka uh, Ika both go to to the NFL combine. So those are the ones that you know probably will get the most attention. Um, you know, Dylan Doyle uh, was coming off an injury and I'm not sure how much he'll even do today, but you know he's a guy that I think could be drafted. I'm not sure how high. Um, but you know, I don't know that there's any like sleeper picks out of this group. Maybe somebody runs a great time you know, like a Christian Morgan or, you know, one of those guys, Mark Milton, uh, I could see Mark Milton running a good time. So I don't know that there's any, you know, real high draft picks out of this class. Um, you know, I think Eka will be picked somewhere in probably in the first three or four rounds and maybe the same way with Connor. But beyond that, I'm not sure, uh, you know, th- this will be a big day for some of those guys. Cause this mm-hmm. is, for some of them, this is their one chance to to impress the NFL scouts and, and and show them what they can do. I mean, they've got stuff on film, but this is their time to maybe do something that, you know, that the scouts haven't seen. So I think this is a big day for a lot of those guys.
0: I'll tell you this if somebody wants a football player, Dylan Doyle would be my pick. I mean the guy can help you on both sides of the football. He can help right. you with special teams. He's a football player. I mean, if you're looking for a football player, that's your guy. I mean he's he's that kind of he's that kind of player. He's that kind of kid.
6: Yeah, I think he's a great one, and and I wish he wasn't injured. I wish he hadn't had the you know injury or whatever, but you know that's the case. And but I do think Tom um, Hill he'll wind up at camp. I, I think he might get drafted. Um, so yeah, I I think he's a guy to look out for. Um, but I just don't know how much he's going to be able to do today.
0: Visiting with Jerry Hill, uh, as uh, we talk some uh, football here, Jerry, I got to I'm to take you back to 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 Baylor football and. You mentioned the quarterback uh, competition last year, obviously you had the quarterback competition. And at the end of spring uh, Baylor announced that, that Blake Chapin had won the job and that allowed Gary Bohannon to, 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 to move on if he so chose to, and he did. Is there an advantage for Sean Bell and the offensive staff to announce the winner of the starting job at the end of spring, or can you see this thing moving into fall?
6: I think it depends on how close it is. You know, I I couldn't see, you know, if, if Blake wins the job, say, by the end of spring, mm-hmm. I can't see Sawyer then announcing he's going to transfer. No. Because, you know, he came in thinking he was going to compete for a job. Certainly wasn't going to be handy. And he even said, I didn't want to go to a place where I was the guy, you know, day one. Or, you know, that was not... On his list of this is what I want. So, I, you know, if Blake w- wound up winning the job, I don't think Sawyer transfers. Now, if Sawyer wins the job, maybe Blake does because, you know, but he's, you know, he's far enough down the road that he might just stay and, and, and compete and stuff. But no, I think it would be better if you carried it into the fall, and particularly if it's close at all. Like if you've got two guys that are pretty much even, you know, with just a little bit separation, I, I think you wait until the fall to make make that call uh, and kind of give them maybe a little bit more time because Sawyer's just coming in, you know, he's just coming in. He's been here how many ever, you know, weeks or months. So, um, you know, I think he needs some time to, you know, kind of get himself, uh, you know, ready to go. So I, I could see this going into the summer and certainly into the fall camp. And, and you might, might not make a decision until, you know, maybe a week or two weeks before the opener.
0: I know you like sleeping in, so I mean, uh, and I appreciate you you you're getting up. But what do you what are you working on for us?
6: Well, we got pro day, obviously, and and uh, you know, spring training continues this week. I think with practices on Tuesday and Thursday, got an earlier practice on Tuesday because of Day at Alosa so that'll be nice to kind of get uh, get an early one in the books. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, Tommy, you know, there's other spring sports and stuff going on, so I'm sure I'll find something to do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I was just kind of curious what you were working on for, uh, for the insider. So good stuff there. All right, buddy. I appreciate it. Uh, thanks so much. And, uh, uh, you know, I we'll see you around noon when you, when you get to, to work. So Have a good day, Jerry.
6: 734 next week. Yeah,
0: absolutely. (laughs) Talk to you. See you later this morning, in fact. Uh, 748, this is Game Time, and it is uh, presented by Alan Samuels and brought to you in part by Circle Drug, 3211 Robinson Drive, locally owned and independent pharmacy, your one-stop shop for all your pharmaceutical and medical supply needs. How do I know? Because that's where I shop. I'm telling you, and have for a long time. They do offer free delivery to your home or to your office, and I've seen them in action. Uh, I've seen them on my street in fact, uh delivered. I prefer to go there because I prefer to talk to some folks and and visit and and maybe even talk to the pharmacist about my medication and just kind of stay updated on what's going on with my medication, and so I, I go there. I, I go inside. I get out of my truck and go inside. And you can do that, but you can also go through the drive-through. They'll take care of you there. And maybe you're second or third in line. They're going to come out to your truck and say, you know, hey, what's your name? Let me get your stuff together because they know your time is valuable. So they'll do that for you. There's a. They'll even come out to your vehicle when you're parked. You know, under the on the under the awning, uh, or you can go to a walk-up window. You can do, there's a million and one ways that you can be taken care of at Circle Drug. They're open Monday through Friday, 9 to 6. Notice I didn't say 9 to 5. 9 to 6. And Saturdays, this is what impresses me. A lot of people are open till noon. They're open till 2 o'clock on Saturday. They want to make sure that you've got plenty of time, in case you work a half a day on Saturday, you've got plenty of time to get by there and take care of your medical supply needs and your medications. Great over-the-counter selection and, uh, and, and great advice. If you need some information, they've got it for you. At uh, Circle Drug, free delivery as we mentioned. Medical uh, diabetic testing supplies. I mean, I, I I use their I use their supplies for that. Uh, they've got uh, they've got vaccines available. They got all kinds of stuff. It's Circle Drug, thirty two eleven Robinson Drive.
7: Coach Mitch Thompson and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas
1: the Bears back home and back in action Tuesday at Baylor ballpark hosting Abilene Christian 615 for the warm-up show it's a 630 first pitch for Baylor ACU baseball Tuesday
7: this is the home for Baylor bear baseball ESPN Central Texas
0: ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com.
14: The pain level was over 10. There's days where I just sat and cried and asked the good Lord to take me. And my doctor recommended that I go to Goodfeet and try the arch supports. So I put the arch supports in and took about three, four steps, turned around and went and sat back down and started to cry. It was the first time that I had no pain.
7: For over 20 years, we've been helping people like Dave actually live the life they envision without their feet getting in the way.
14: Since then, I've been doing so many things with my children. I went hiking this last summer with my daughter, something that I never thought was possible because I couldn't walk. There's people out there that made a product that changed people's lives. I am not an actor, I am an individual father and wanted to share his testimony with other people out there about my Goodfeet story.
7: See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Goodfeet store. The
3: Good Feet Store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace and now in Temple.
2: Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at syntexsportsfan.com.
5: Hi, my name is Russ and I work for Wackert Realtors with local offices in Waco and China Spring. I've lived in the Waco area for 20 plus years, and as an Army combat veteran, I understand the needs and concerns veterans and active duty have when it's time to find your dream home. My specialty is veterans, but I'm here to help all, whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate. I've got you covered. Call Russ at 512-417-9772. Salute to all veterans in Central Texas. Whoa!
3: Attention farmers and ranchers. You want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost effectively that's where agritech animal health with chad spitzer and his staff are all about people you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry from the heart of texas to the red river they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust stop by and see ashley at their market location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500 it's agritech animal health
2: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
9: I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas sports update brought to you by Asco Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. The final four is set for the NCAA Men's Basketball Championship. San Diego State will take on Florida Atlantic in the first semifinal, while UConn will tangle with Miami in the other semifinal. Half of the women's final four has been decided as LSU and Iowa punched their tickets yesterday. The other two spots will be decided tonight between South Carolina and Maryland and then Virginia Tech against Ohio State. Not a good road trip for Baylor softball and baseball. They both lost all three games at Oklahoma State. The McClendon Highlanders are back on the diamond today after sweeping Vernon on Saturday. They host Panola for a nine inning game starting at two o'clock.
2: Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. It's now time for Did You Know with Ryan Fox.
4: Did you know that on this day in 1879 the longest professional boxing match in history took place. It was a lightweight heavyweight or a lightweight championship championship Bout between American Johnny Clark and English boxer Arthur Chambers in Chippewa Falls, Ontario that lasted nearly two and a half hours. Uh, The Englishman Chambers defeated Clark via knockout in the 136th round. (laughs)
3: Stupid.
4: Where was it at? Uh, Chippewa Falls, Ontario.
0: Oh, well, that's a hotbed for boxing.
4: Can wow. you imagine that, 136 rounds? I'd get tired ringing the bell.
3: <laughs> oh, how are they standing?
4: <gasps> Barely. <laughs> I have no idea. But yeah, that happened on this day in 1879, 136 rounds. That's what unbelievable. Oh, was it a pillow fight? <laughs> I guess I don't know how you could have lasted punching each other like as hard as you can for two and a half hours. I don't, I don't think they were by the end <laughs> of it.
3: Must have been a dancing contest. <laughs> yeah,
4: exactly. And also, did you know that today is the anniversary of the very first NCAA men's basketball championship game? Did not know that. The first ever championship was played on this day in 1939, where Oregon beat Ohio State 46-33. to So The first ever March Madness championship game was played on this day in 1939.
0: They were going to do it the previous day, but they couldn't find any peach baskets, so they had to wait till. Oh, sorry. Sorry.
4: And also on this day in 1998, uh, the Bulls in the NBA played the Hawks at a matchup in the Georgia Dome, which drew a crowd of 62,046 people, which was the largest in any game in NBA history at that time. They set the record, which made me think what are the biggest recorded crowds for each professional sporting event in the United States? The largest crowd in MLB history was during the 1959 World Series, Game 5. When they played it at the Memorial Coliseum in Los Angeles, the Dodgers played the White Sox and drew a crowd of ninety-two thousand seven hundred and six people. And that's still to this day the biggest. They played in the Coliseum. That's yeah. where
3: they when they moved out How there because the
0: stadium wasn't built. So that's where they played. They had to configure that that thing for baseball.
4: And it's still to this day when they the, left Brooklyn, the biggest crowd in MLB history: ninety-two thousand seven hundred and six people.
3: <laughs> the, yeah, they probably not a park that it. Does it ever hold that many? No.
0: Heck no. No, probably not. That That's probably one that will last. Yeah, that, that's, yeah, that's one of those records be that's never going to be beat. Yeah.
4: And then the second biggest American sports crowd was for the National Hockey League, the 2014 Winter Classic. It was played at the Big House in Ann Arbor between the uh, the Red Wings and the Maple Leafs An attendance of 105,491.
0: Wow. Wow. I would have thought it would have been one of those outdoor, you know, how that, once it is. Year. Oh yeah, it's Michigan. Oh. Michigan's oh, football. The stadium. the big. Okay, uh, never mind. Michigan's uh, football stadium. Got gotcha. you. Big that, house. Now I get it. Okay, I'm a little slow today.
4: And for the NBA, the biggest attendance in history was the 2010 All-Star Game at AT&T Stadium, 108,713. You You're waving.
3: I was there. You were, were you there. Really? Yeah.
4: Were you there as a fan
3: or remember the media?
4: Courtside. How was that? How was that? How did that crowd look? It was unbelievable unbelievable 108,713 to watch a pillow fight
3: yeah it wasn't much, much, much of a game concert was okay
4: oh there was a concert
3: afterwards no during halftime oh and pregame.
0: who was the concert i don't
3: remember it was okay though <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: then <laughs> i don't know if it, it was good <laughs> yeah i mean i enjoyed it yeah i don't know who it was we were jamming but i don't know who we were jamming to <laughs>
4: And the biggest crowd in NFL history, I couldn't believe this when I saw it, 1994 preseason, the Dallas Cowboys play the Houston Oilers in, in Me- Mexico. Mexico City, 112,376 mm-hmm. people. On a field that was
0: horrible, mm-hmm. if you'll remember, yeah. the, the turf was terrible. Yeah. Huh, you
4: remember,
0: yeah, I remember that?
3: I remember that game.
4: Do you oh, remember yeah, that? I remember it like it was yesterday.
0: <laughs> okay, good. Good for you. Uh, Seven fifty nine. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. John's here. He's got today's Baylor sports beat.
9: It's time now for the Baylor sports beat on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Now here's the voice of the Bears.
1: Everybody, it's time Benny's number check of Baylor Athletics on the Monday. Baylor Sports Beat coming up we'll wrap up the weekend in Baylor Athletics plus Baylor Football with its pro day coming up today. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat.
8: Oh her first word. Mama. Then before I knew it. Mom. Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, 5 years of college. Mom, this is Ted. Wedding bells and suddenly
5: Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment. Because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877 farm Bureau.
8: Discounts may vary by situation.
1: Just as it's heating up on the courts, and so are the deals during Ram Truck Month at Allen Samuels in Waco. Get a new 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star Crew Cab with values up to $8,250 plus $500 to first responders. Or get 1.9% for 72 months. Pick from the best selection of brand new inventory in Central Texas. If we don't have exactly what you want, we can help you build the custom vehicle of your dreams. It's Ram Truck Month at Allen Samuels in Waco.
7: Join us for our next Baylor Coaches Show from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with the
1: voice of the Bears, John Morris. Join us Thursday, March 30th for our next Baylor Coaches Show live from Rudy's, our guest Michael Woodson from Baylor Men's Tennis, and acrobatics and tumbling head coach Felicia Mulkey. The Baylor Coaches Show
7: live from Rudy's and here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas.
10: Now
9: back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris.
1: And welcome back. Baylor football continues spring drills tomorrow. The practice tomorrow follows today's pro day for those departing the program and moving on to the next level. From the weekend in Baylor Athletics, Baylor Softball dropped three on the road at Oklahoma State. Likewise, Baylor Baseball dropped all three of their games in Stillwater against the Cowboys after Sunday's series finale. Here's head coach Mitch Thompson.
5: Well, hey, I, I think we ran into a buzzsaw. I think Oklahoma State's really playing well, and uh, I give their I give their club a lot of credit. I think uh Watts Brown was outstanding on the mound for him. Gave him a great start, and uh, you know we couldn't get into the bullpen. If we can get into the bullpen, then maybe we have a chance. Uh, uh, but we just couldn't. We couldn't do it. He was, he was, he was excellent. I mean, you know, he looked like the, he looked like the guy that everybody said was going to be the conference pitcher of the year, and, uh, and that's what he looked like today. And and then you know their hitters. Uh, you know, you try to hold them, try to hold them, try to hold them, and do a pretty good job for a little while, and then all of a sudden, it, they just explode. They're built for this ballpark, and they play to this ballpark, and they wear it out.
1: Mitch Thompson and the Baseball Bears back in action tomorrow evening, six thirty at Baylor Ballpark, hosting Abilene Christian. Also from the weekend, Baylor wrapped up the Clyde Hart Classic on Saturday at Clyde Hart Track and Field Stadium. Baylor acrobatics and tumbling remained undefeated on the season, knocking off fourth-rank Quinnipiac Saturday in the Farrell Center. And women's tennis goes 1 and 1 on the weekend, a 6-1 win at home over West Virginia, a 6-1 loss to the Iowa State Cyclones on Sunday. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris.
2: From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas.
0: All right, it's just after 8 o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Anything you want to jump in on that we've talked about in the first hour or maybe uh, something you feel like, hey, why didn't these guys mention this? Well, you can certainly... Come in on the CNC Collision Center text line at 254-662-1660. 254-662-1660. All right, Ward, I was looking at an uh, a article today. Here is the projected lineup. You ready for the Texas Rangers? Opening day. I mean, put a smile on your face. It's opening day, baby. Here we go. Thursday, Ranger baseball. You got to love it. You ready? Second base, Marcus Simeon. Shortstop, Corey Seeger. That may be the best middle infield in all of baseball. <laughs> first base, Nathaniel Lowe. Who? Nate Lowe. Hey, he batted 312 last year. But he likes year, Nathaniel. Sir. He doesn't like Nate. He likes Nathaniel. He batted what?
4: 312 last That's year.
0: right. So if he hit 312, you can call what, him Nathaniel. He had three bats. <laughs> no, he played first base. <laughs> Adoles Garcia in right field. Robbie Grossman won the left field job. Third base is Josh Young. I'm a little surprised by that. Aren't you? No, I think he would have been the guy
4: last year if he wasn't hurt. Oh, okay. I,
0: but I th- – you know, never mind. I, I thought they had about three other dudes playing third base that Pretty were – Pretty much. In, in that fight. Uh, Mitch Garber's the DH. Jonah Heim's going to catch. And Bubba Thompson's going to play center field because Leotis uh, – Leoti uh, is still dinged up. Your starting pitcher. He throws 146 miles an hour. His name is Jacob Degrom, best pitcher ever in all of Major League Baseball. 146. <laughs> I'm not even going to acknowledge that. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, you know what, when he when he's healthy, and you know this, when he's healthy, he is really, really good. He's special. His problem is staying healthy. But he gets the baseball to open the season. And that'll be on Thursday. Looking forward to it. Now, they are a little dinged up on the back end. So Jonathan Hernandez is the projected closer. I, will this be a close by committee this year? I think till they find the guy, yeah, probably. But don't they have the guy and he just. Isn't Leclerc, Leclerc the guy? I mean, doesn't he have that, that. Doesn't he have closer written all over him? Well, I mean. He's another that, one that can't stay healthy. Yeah. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's got to
3: find a guy that can grind every day.
0: That's a good point. I want a guy that can go out there and, and take the baseball and go, you know, go pitch that inning. Because, you know, it, know that the ninth is his inning. But. Right now, I, I, I'm not sure that that's the way they're going to approach it.
4: Uh, and Leclerc's had a nagging neck throughout the spring as well because he was going to pitch in the WBC, but they kept him back because of that nagging. He's had six appearances in spring training so far. He's had three saves and six appearances, only given up a couple hits and no runs. So he's had a decent spring, but again, he's only had six appearances.
0: Corey just said on our CNC Collision Center text line, and I, you know, we all agree that Corey may have the, the greatest perception of sports of anybody we know. Corey says that lineup sounds like a 110-win team. Oh, my. Uh, <laughs> what, what do you got to say?
3: <laughs> Corey needs to put the bottle down. <laughs> um, it's 8 o'clock, Ward. Way it's, too early, Corey. It's
0: 8 seven <laughs> in the morning.
3: Oh, Been hanging out with Jerry.
0: What would you do if they won 110. They're not gonna win a hundred. Yeah, I. That was not the question. Oh, I know one thing you're gonna do. I know.
3: <laughs> it's not happening. I'm not even worried about it. We have to get.
0: We're we have to close down bag. We got to get police. You know, what what did it cost? A uh, hundred wins. No, I'm I'm talking about oh. the Saturday when they had the rally at the airport. Oh, oh it, it cost a, a a bunch of money. I think it was what sixty five thousand something like that. Oh, for to, security, <laughs> yeah, and everything that, that that took. I mean, I wonder what that's going to cost to- to shut down Bagby and you know and every it's all going to cost you anything? It's not happening. All the cones that we're going to have to put out and roadblocks and You're rolling some bleachers
4: out here for the yeah, crowd. that's
0: right. We got to get portable bleachers and porta potties mm. and. <laughs> I mean, the it's vendors, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll have food trucks. I mean, we're going to turn this in. where's the money going now? we got to come up with with, a, with a, a charitable cause for this. We'll figure one out. Now, are you going to go from like the stadium all the way up to to highway six? I haven't lo- mapped it
3: out yet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> for those who don't know, if the Rangers win a
3: hundred games, what happens? Hmm. I said I'd run down, Babby naked. <laughs> I don't have to worry about it. Nobody's going to be offended. It's not going to happen.
0: A hundred wins is all they need. Yeah, but I, I'm, I'm with, I'm with, uh, I'm with, I'm with, with, I'm with Ryan. I think, I think we ought to just not just have you. I mean, I, we got to turn it into an event all day. You know, do we let the kids out of school? I mean, it's going <laughs> to no, be seven, you uh, don't uh, let <laughs> kids out of school.
3: <laughs> Did we make it a federal holiday? Might be federal something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, holy moly, moly, moly. Oh, that's, uh, that's going to be fun. Uh, Grumpy says, let's see what Grumpy said here. Did Tom spike his coffee with the Ranger uh, Kool-Aid? Is there a poster of war that Tom can pull off a small piece of clothing for
11: each Ranger with?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Major League. That's
11: great. Oh, that is awesome.
0: (laughs) You know, I I hope they don't, quite frankly, but, I mean. (laughs) You hope they don't. (laughs) But when they start getting close, I mean, he's gonna come in here and the little beads of sweat going down. <laughs> that's gonna be that's. Oh
3: yeah, where's the bus? I mean, I you. You really believe that they're over a hundred wins this year? No. No, but I think they're a
0: much better baseball team. Oh, I think if they're the, improved. If the rotation,
3: yeah, I think they're can improved. hold up injury wise. On paper, they're very improved. Yeah, I, I mean, I still think they have a little ways to go. Yeah. I think they are considerably better in the win column. Now, if if the pitching works out the way they want it to work out. Mm-hmm. Big if. Yeah. They're going to be about a year away. They need to add one more of the rotation. They need to bolster the bullpen a little bit. And they need a big bat. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't. Three Three other ingredients they got to have. They don't have they don't have the big bat in this lineup
0: well here and seriously here's the question, and this is the one I don't have an answer to if this team stays healthy on the mound in the rotation is this a playoff contending
3: team no playoff contending no team?
4: not even a wild card
3: I don't think so again i I think they're a year away that's just my opinion
4: yeah, and that's fair
3: ah.
0: Man, I don't know. <laughs> I, I want to hope. I want. I want to hope so bad that they could find a way to contend this year. I mean, let let's I mean, be, would I be
3: Pleasantly surprised and and happy about it. Yeah, yeah. I'm don't, a Ranger fan. Don't don't, we don't get want, me wrong. Don't we want baseball in July and August to be
0: relevant? And it hasn't been. It, it really hasn't been. It hasn't been relevant in May. <laughs> Good point. But in May, you're going, well, you know what? They still got a chance if they'll just do X, Y, and Z.
3: When you get to June and June, when you get Past to a couple of years, you looked at this team and you knew in May, no particularly way. Particularly two years ago. They didn't have a chance on opening day. I mean, they
0: didn't. The only thing you were happy about is, yeah, hey, look, we get to play in the ballpark and go. You know, uh, I don't know. I, I, again, you know, you got like DeGrom. Let's be honest, DeGrom could be a Cy Young award competitor if he stays healthy. But he hasn't been healthy in the last couple of years. You take his last two years combined and you don't have a full season in starts. I don't think.
4: He only made five starts last year. Yeah.
0: So this is a guy that you're you're handing the baseball on opening day, so he's the front-end guy. And he's got to stay healthy for you to, you know, for you to, to compete. And that has not been the M.O. of late. But let's hope that you know that this rotation stands up. And how good is Martin Perez going to be? I mean, he's, a, he's been like a yo-yo up and down, up and down. He was great last year. Great on a bad team. No pressure. We'll see. I mean, there's, there's a lot of question marks. But I do think, and here we go, we don't ever play them on paper. But I do think on paper, this is a much improved pitching staff. Well, it Much improved. it couldn't have got any worse. Well, good point. All right, 8-13. Uh, we're 13 minutes after 8 o'clock. Did I mention Thursday's opening day? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. They're at the ballpark tonight. Yeah, who are they hanging out with? Kansas City. Kansas City. A couple times, right? Today and tomorrow? Mm-hmm. So. Kinda, the day
3: off on Wednesday. Of yeah. The grand opening day on Thursday. So
0: this is kind of like a walkthrough for the concessionaires and ticket takers and all that fun stuff. Yeah, I
3: don't know what the purpose of. These games that they've all of a sudden—I mean, I know what the purpose is. Well, yeah, you money, do. But to so make a buck. Yeah, i do don't—I don't need these pre-opening day games in the ballpark. This is a cactus league game being played in Arlington.
0: Yeah. <laughs> these two teams, you know, because they train together, in surprise. Mm-hmm. So there you go. All right, fourteen after eight, eight fourteen, and I think Kansas City's going to be right there. Contending too. So Kansas City and Texas in the American League Championship Series. Oh boy. You buying or are you no, selling? I'm selling.
11: <laughs> oh boy.
0: All right. Uh we're presented by Alan Samuels, and we're brought to you in part by Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers, 1810 Herring. Uh check them out today at uh at 1810 Herring. Best burger in Waco. We've talked about it a million times. I mean, just they put uh, they put the seasoning on the burger and then then they they chop up all the the ingredients and they build your and that's what they do they construct they build your burger it's it's a it's a masterpiece when they are through because it's built your way it's it's done your way and it's not done until you order it that's why you have the freshest ingredients available you can get a sourdough bun you can get a regular bun uh heck I've even seen people go in there with in Get the hamburger without the bun. I mean, they'll do it whatever way you want it done. That's just what they do at Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. Final Four conversation, baseball opening day conversation, all that's going to be going on at Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. You're going to love going there. It's It's Not only a great burger, it's a great dining experience because David is going to, well, he's going to give you all the sports details that you need, and you can get that with David. And Perry, too, for that matter, at 1810 Herring best burger in Waco. It's double our old-fashioned hamburgers. Recently on Game Time, we welcome in from Westwood One Radio Ted Emery. Ted, good morning. That's where the tournament has gone. Yeah, 15 seed can not just make it to the second weekend, but even
7: go all the way to the Elite Eight. And again, it's a 15 next to the name. Who cares? Even a 16. Now that we've seen it twice, beating a one. It's not like there is full-fledged parity, but it's certainly a lot more wide open than it used to be.
2: Game Time, Weekday at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
10: If your vendor does not value your feedback, you're with the wrong one. At UBO Business Services, we are serious about being in the service business. We send a survey after every service call. If it's positive, we call or email them with a thank you for their feedback. If it is negative, we call to see how we can make it better. No matter what your business is, we are all in the customer service business. In your office, if your sticker does not say UBO on the machine, do they really care? Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101
2: or ubeo.com.
3: Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar, or even the man cave think about it, the most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way, so it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset.
11: objects, you'll love our sausage hi
12: everybody it's jimmy with advanced house leveling i just wanted to say thanks for everything you've done for us and our family over four decades and i'm the funny goofy dude on the radio but this is kind of serious because your homes are serious nothing's funny about a foundation problem if you do have a problem give us a call 254-235-4922 or fixitjimmy.com and we'll do our best to protect your house and once again thanks y'all
2: It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced House Leveling, Myatt Fuels, SoCal Speed Shop, Mission Golf Cars, and Asco Equipment in Belton.
0: 8.20, 20 minutes after 8 o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Ryan. Boy, we have we've covered baseball. We've got the Rangers winning. Let's review. we got the Rangers winning the West. Who do we have winning the NCAA championship? UConn. Have we kind of all settled on UConn, UConn. right now? Okay, UConn. so we got UConn winning the national championship. Are, are we in agreement right now at South Carolina winning the women's championship? Or are you on the fence, Ward?
3: I mean, they should. It's theirs to lose. Okay. All right. So I th- I, th- I won't be shocked if if I won't be shocked if Kim Mulkey and the Tigers beat them. All
0: right. I'm going South Carolina myself. I think it would be a monumental upset. It would be.
8: I'm going to LSU. Are you? Mm-hmm. Okay. I believe in the coaching over there. All right.
0: I believe in the players that play the game, and I do too. I think South Carolina's players are better, and I think they win the game.
8: Don't this don't team doesn't what always
0: win. No, no, you're right. I mean, there's. <laughs> no, you're right. I mean, take look a look at the men's look at, game look last at the, week. Look at the men's tournament. Uh, there's, you know.
8: And I'm not sure about UConn. UConn men? Yeah, I'm not sure.
3: Who are you gonna pick?
8: I don't know. I just think fau's
3: hot, man. I know.
8: It's just kind of been. in It's it, but the bad expect, thing about
3: fau is if they go cold from outside the art, they're gonna be in trouble.
8: I just think <sighs> the final four is not who I expected to be in the final four.
0: Yeah, I don't no. think anybody expected
7: this so, final four.
8: I just don't have a hundred percent faith that UConn's gonna take it. I just don't know. I'm kind of on the fence. But
0: well, the way this tournament's gone, I mean, expect the unexpected. True. But right now on Monday morning, I think the Connecticut Huskies are the best team still playing.
4: Well, the Elite 8 this year was the first time there was no number 1 seed in the Elite 8. And and, I, this, and this final four is the first time there isn't a top 3 seed in the final four.
8: That's why right. it's, it's hard to for me, it's hard to pick on who's going to win. Now, I watched the end of uh, the San Diego game yesterday in overtime, and it was pretty good. So, I mean, San Diego looks good, too. So, I don't know. I do not know. Ask me when we get to the final two, and then I'll bet. wow, well, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> that might help.
3: <laughs> All right. You want us to call you Monday night or Tuesday morning? Yeah, about Tuesday morning and say, hey, look, who are pick. you picking?
8: Yeah, why not?
0: Uh, Since it'll be over? (laughs) All right. What do you got for us? Well, Let's talk real sports. Here's Stephanie.
8: This is real sports. I thought this was kind of interesting. Okay. Uh, Only because I saw her race on Saturday morning when I was working out. Or maybe it was yesterday morning. I don't know. All my days run together. Um, Michaela Schifrin, you know who she is?
4: Oh, the uh, snowboarder? Alpine skier. Yeah. Okay. Didn't she win like for the 900th time or something? She
8: holds more record-breaking, more medals than anybody in skiing.
4: And she's like five years older than I am.
8: Yeah. She was born in 1995 in Vail, Colorado. And her dad was a skier. Her mom was a skier. Her brother. She is a four-time world champion alone just in slalom. She even has more medals than Lindsey Vonn. No way. Yes, she does, and I didn't know that. That's why I think that is so cool that she's worked so hard to make a name for herself, and now she's got a name for herself. She was just recently on Jimmy on the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, and uh, mean, she's very humble. J- you mean Jay Leno? No, Jay Leno's retired. Oh, he is. Yes, where you been? Jimmy Fallon's the host of the Tonight Show. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Stop it! You're making that up. No.
8: Hello, no. But yeah, so she's she is right now considered the best alpine skier or skier in history, over men and women. Really? Mm-hmm.
0: Not a European.
8: No. Um, and when I was watching it yesterday, she got first place, and you could see all you know all the sweat and tears and everything that she's worked so hard to. i mean, like she was just crying, but she was very gracious to her second and third runner-up, which was uh, I think Switzerland was one, and Sweden. I don't know. I think those are two different countries, right? (laughs) Right. There's two different ones, right?
3: (laughs) They're 100 miles or more. Okay,
8: well, (laughs) they both start with S, so I was getting a little confused. But she was very gracious to them, and I don't know. I just thought that watching her yesterday, I was like, wow. You know, me, I can't even ski. So just for me to stand up on two skis is comical itself. And to see what these... You can't ski? No. Can you? Yes. I can. I can water ski, but put me and on snow ski. how in the world ski. can you not snow ski? Because it's different. When you're a water skier, to come out of that water, you have to lean back, right? Because The water's got to pull you up. Well, yeah. When you're on the skis, the snow skis, you kind of got to lean forward and stand up straight. So I, I even took lessons snow skiing in Tahoe. I was bruised from head to toe. And after about 10 minutes of it, I was like, I'm done. Forget it. I'm going to go have me a hot toddy. Forget it. Couldn't do it. I was so angry. I was out. So, and I'm real competitive, but no, I cannot snow ski and I don't like the cold. I just get the, i Other than that, it's
0: a great trip.
8: Yeah, it is. You know, I just, I just go get the outfit and wear it and make it look like I know what I'm doing. (laughs) Sit in the bar. Yeah. Look like a snow bunny when, you know, try to talk skiing. But I can't. But no, I am not a snow skier. Yeah, those. It's not those, my jam.
0: Those moguls are gnarly.
8: Have you? Uh, seriously. Well, I don't know. You don't ski either, do you?
0: I water ski some. I used to when
8: I yeah. was young. I mean, that's a whole different. You don't
0: snow ski? It, here's why. Uh-oh. Once you're down at the bottom, you got to go back to the top. That's too much work. <laughs> <laughs> they got the lifts. That's too much work. Mm-mm. You know what I would like to do and I'm never done? What? Snowmobile. I would love. That would to be, go. Oh, yeah. That'd That'd be fun. 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 That would be fun. fun. See, would I would like fun. to. I'd like to go do that. I,
8: I would. I could do that. But
0: and then go to Reno and there's, there's these casinos. There's these buildings that have these pretty lights and mm-hmm. they the give away money <laughs> <laughs> and.
8: I don't know. I just <laughs> then go
0: back up and snowmobile some more. That'd be kind of fun.
8: That would be fun, but just to see me on a lift would be comical. Just to see me get off of it, like for real. <laughs>
0: When she gets off, just push. Yeah, (laughs) I,
8: I, 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 we ought
3: to go go skiing.
8: No, 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 no. Uh oh.
3: Take a camel's. (laughs) So I want to get back to this. This
0: Jimmy Fallon is the host of the Tonight Show thing. Is that like a just on the weekends or something? I mean, is he? No.
8: Where have you been, Tom?
0: Now you're going to tell me David Letterman's not the host on CBS late night?
8: Correct. They have all retired. They're enjoying their lives. They're not working. Who retires at thirty <laughs> five? They're not. Have you 35? seen that show
4: with David Letterman where he has like a different, like guest every week? And mm-hmm. they, I love that show. Isn't it like a podcast type thing?
8: Uh, kind it's of. Stre- you have to stream it though. But I believe they, they, it's like it's they, not on
4: main network. I think it's on Netflix. Like they inter- he interviews a person and they have like pre-recorded stuff like interviewing at their house where they grew up. And he's
0: eighty five years old. Yeah. I mean, right and off into the sunset. Yeah.
8: David
3: Letterman is not 85.
8: (laughs) He's close to 70. He's he's pushing 70. Yeah, Yeah. he's close to 70. He
0: may be 70.
8: And Jay Leno, he's about the same age, I think.
4: He's driving cars.
8: Well, he just came out of... He's
4: 75, Letterman. Letterman's 75.
8: 75.
4: Yeah.
8: Oh, my goodness. He's as old as my father.
4: His birthday's in two weeks. He'll be 76. Looks like Santa Claus. That's what I was thinking, too. (laughs) I'm trying
0: to remember where he went to school. Because he always uh, made, ball state. Yeah, he always made a big deal of it. Kind of a cool deal. All right, there you go.
8: Anyways, but that's your Monday sports. That's S- all I got tomorrow. more snowboarding is that what it was? Snow. What we're gonna do?
0: <laughs> now I know what I'm gonna we do. We can
8: snowmobile, but you will not see Stephanie on skis or. I told you I, I
0: can't go. I gave it up for Lent.
8: Well, Lent's almost <laughs> over. <laughs> so is the ski season. <laughs> well. I don't know. I'm sure they ski somewhere in the summertime. There's snow somewhere. I think.
0: Snow somewhere, like... in, the somewhere in the summertime.
8: Somewhere in the summertime. Well, it's, yeah. In the summertime somewhere. No, there's not. There could be, like, maybe in Why Switzerland. Why would they call it
3: summertime if it was snowing?
8: I don't know. I, I mean, they got to practice during the summer if you're a skier, right? So I'm sure they go, like, to the Swiss Alps or something. They got to have snow there. Maybe they go to the Antarctica. Wait, that's on top of the Earth or bottom. That's the top. That's the top. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, y'all have a happy Monday. Oh, British yeah, California. we will. <laughs> Switzerland. Switzerland. Mm-hmm. Oh, we should, yeah,
4: Switzerland, we should go.
3: Mammoth, Mammoth Mountain in California. What mountain? Mammoth.
4: I feel like Colorado would be a good.
3: And the Colorado doesn't have snow during the summer.
4: Really? Not even up in the mountains?
8: California might, huh. since they've had that snowstorm
3: they, going say, on. I, it says Mammoth Mountain in California, the top five where you can ski summer. Timberland Wa- uh, Lodge in Oregon, one of the highest of three ski resorts. Whistle Mount St. Helens. In British Is that? Columbia. No.
8: Only Wards. Well, I, I know. <laughs> that. In Switzerland.
3: In Mammoth Switzerland. Mountain, California. There you go. There you go. A trip to Switzerland. <laughs> Only Ward picked up on that.
8: I didn't. I, it, did, it. I did, it did a project on head. Mount
4: St. Helens.
8: I don't even know where that school. is. Is that oh, in the, the United States?
3: The Lost two Alps <laughs> in France, too, you can see. It's in, in the Washington, summertime.
8: isn't it? Yes,
3: it's, it's in, in the Helens. United States.
8: Well, come uh, I never studied it? That's a great <laughs> question.
4: <laughs> <laughs> never studied it. We, we had a project About on... Mount St. Helens. We had a project uh, on volcanic eruptions. We had to pick one, and I picked Mount St. Helens.
8: It's a volcano? It is. I so need to go it's back to school. A volcano on the mountain. A volcano on the mountain. Yes. And it's in Washington.
4: I believe. I believe that's right.
8: Look, y'all are teaching me something today. <laughs> and, Anyways. And you were a cheerleader, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Y'all have a great Monday. You do the same. All right. See y'all.
3: <laughs> See ya. 831 52 miles northwest of Portland. There you go. Okay. There you go. 831, this is game time
0: here on ESPN Central Texas. We are presented by Alan Samuels and brought to you in part by Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Serving Central Texas since 1943. Family owned, family operated, and it has been four generations of the Emory's taking care of you. And John and Braden will take great care of you now at the new location, 2003 South Loop 340 at Highway 6. You know, they got the new store, but they got the great uh, same great service. But... They got an even greater selection than before for you do it first, whether it's uh, uh, whether it's steel products uh, from Spring Creek, Makita Power Tools, nuts and bolts from Hillman, uh, welding rods and welding accessories. They also got Sack Creek. They got it all right there uh, in, the, uh, in the showroom floor uh, at uh, Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They also offer structural steel and pipe, uh, sheet and expanded metal, uh, culverts and gates. And H-braces uh, and fence posts, I mean, come on, purling and, and tubing and beams and and uh, weld plates, they got it all at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Now, if you're building a uh, barn dominium, maybe, and, and you need some some direction, some advice, they can help you get started at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Just talk to them. Say, hey, look, this is the plan. Can you give me some direction? And they certainly will. They'll point you in the right uh, direction to pick that, that best contractor that suits your needs and your wants and They'll help you do that as well. They're located, uh, as we mentioned, at uh, 2003 South Loop 340. Also down in Bryan, they're open Monday through Friday, 730 until 5, Saturday 8 until noon. And, of course, you can always check out Pioneer Steel and Pipe 24-7 at PioneerBoys.com.
2: Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central
13: Texas. Had a uh, nice hotel, found a great rate, downtown Louisville. Aaron, did I? Is it my fault? Do you think for booking the room prior to the game? I booked it at about five thirty yesterday. I, I, uh, hopefully, I didn't cause anything. Bears go out story.
4: there. <laughs> you think I
2: did it? <laughs> my fault. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays four to six p.m. on ESPN
3: Central Texas. The pain level was
14: over 10. There's
3: days where I just sat and cried
14: and asked the good Lord to take me. And my doctor recommended that I go to Good Feet and try the arch supports. So I put the arch supports in and took about three, four steps, turned around and went and sat back down and started to cry. It was the first time that I had no pain.
7: For over 20 years, we've been helping people like Dave actually live the life they envision without their feet getting in the way.
14: Since then, I've been doing so many things with my children. I went hiking this last summer with my daughter, something that I never thought was possible because I couldn't walk. There's people out there that made a product that changed people's lives. I am not an actor, I am an individual father and wanted to share his testimony with other people out there about my Good Feet story.
7: See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Good Feet store. The Good
3: Feet Store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace and now in Temple.
2: ESPN Central Texas is your home for game time. The John Moore Show and the Matt Mosley Show.
10: Hey, folks, Derek Scott here at Jim Turner Chevrolet. There are so many seasons upon us. Mark's Madness basketball, baseball, and NASCAR. So needless to say, we are full-throttle here at Jim Turner Chevrolet as we enter truck season. And here we go again with 0% financing on every new Silverado in stock. We have over 200 new and pre-owned vehicles to choose from, and folks, we will not be beat over price. So give us a call, 840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away at McGregor, we we we'll treat you like family. ESPN Radio Sports Center.
9: I'm Mark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas sports update. The final four is set for the NCAA Men's Basketball Championship. San Diego State will take on Florida Atlantic in the first semifinal, while UConn will tangle with Miami in the other semifinal. Half of the women's final four has been decided as LSU and Iowa punched their tickets yesterday. The other two spots will be decided tonight between South Carolina and Maryland, and then Virginia Tech against Ohio State. Baylor baseball was swept by Oklahoma State. That drops the Bears to 9-15 on the year and 2-4 in league play. With a 5-1 loss yesterday, Baylor softball also lost all three games to Oklahoma State to start conference play 0-3 and fall to 23-8 on the season. The McLennan Highlanders are back on the diamond today after sweeping Vernon on Saturday. They host Panola for a nine-inning game starting at 2 o'clock.
2: Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game Time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service, Good Feet, and Advanced Foundation Repair.
0: All right, welcome back in. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. NCAA College Basketball, Ward, we started the weekend with Kansas State and Texas still alive in the Big 12, and we head to the Final Four with neither team still participating. Which one's the bigger surprise, that Texas is out or that Kansas State is out? Kansas State Texas. had the nine. And Texas. Yeah. See, for me, it was Kansas State because they were playing the nine
3: seed. I keep thinking uh, that. I, I didn't have Kansas State getting, getting to the Sweet 16, so.
0: Initially, I did not either. Well, yeah, I did at uh, the Sweet 16. Uh, but I thought the road would end here. But But once everything unfolded the way it did, I thought Kansas State had a better chance to beat FAU than Texas had a chance to beat Miami. No, I didn't. And neither one worked out. Did Rodney Terry do enough? To secure the head coaching job and take the interim title off? Yes. I agree. I agree. Now, the the question is, does
3: the University of Texas think that way? Yes. They'll offer him the job by tomorrow.
0: Why didn't they take the interim off during the course of the season when they come no to the I conclusion?
3: Do. No idea. I mean, if you
0: feel like – and I, I'm not going to argue, but if, if they came to that conclusion, wouldn't that have been a cool announcement like this weekend? Hey – He's no longer the interim. He's the guy. Unless it's about, you know, paperwork, dotting I's, crossing T's, coming to a financial agreement. I I mean, I don't know. I don't know what they got to do or what's left to do. Maybe they've had those conversations. Maybe they haven't. Maybe they have not discussed it one bit. Maybe they get to it now. But I thought, you know. I I don't don't know. At the end of the day, I think, think again, and I know that it was a veteran team. They went out, and, and Chris Beard went out and recruited a veteran group. And and all that said, but still, when you wake up one morning, and your coach is not your coach, and that I mean that that was a recipe for that thing to go sideways in a hurry, and it didn't. Credit the players, credit the other coaches,
3: but at the end of the day, I think you credit Ron, Ronnie Terry. I mean, it had a lot to do with it. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody didn't throw a bag of cash at him from somewhere else. Well,
0: well now that you
4: mention it, there are a couple: Penn State and Cal Berkeley are are interested, reportedly, but I, I think it's for certain. So the Nittany Lions
0: and the Cal Bears are are saying, "Hey, this, well, this looks like a guy that we want to we want to sit down and talk with." Well, good for him, but I don't know that I I don't you know. Again, you you hire whoever you want to hire. But if I'm them, I think I, I think my guy that I got right now went through the course of the season. Because this was before
3: Christmas. Yeah, but i but look, I mean, UT's gonna have to step up to the table. If and these it, other schools want him, they can't prohibit him from talking no, to him. No, no, no,
0: I get that. No, he's absolutely that's what I'm saying. I think it's time for them to get it done.
3: And he'll look, be the coach by tomorrow. I,
0: you think tomorrow? Yeah. I hope I mean, for him, here's a guy that's been around there for a long time. I mean, he's been an assistant there a long time. He clearly likes being there. uh why wouldn't you? why wouldn't you? I mean, he did a good job. I don't think there's any doubt about it. you know he's he 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 they laid it at his doorstep and he took it and ran with it
3: mm-hmm.
0: so and a lot of guys would have went. Ugh. And others would it just would not, you know, because look, I, he was able to put at least, at least it appeared you know from afar, we, we're not down there, we're not in that in that deal, but it looked like he was able to put his stamp on the team without changing the complexion of the team without without disrupting the yeah. flow of that basketball team. They took on his identity
3: as this thing evolved, that's pretty impressive. It is. I think he cost himself some money yesterday by losing, by losing in the fashion they did. They didn't lose; they cratered. Well, yeah, maybe, maybe it did. Uh,
0: and you're right. Would they have at one point an 18 point lead? Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. And end up losing 88, 81. So, ah, uh, it. Yeah, I, I, you know, again, I thought I said Texas is going to the Final Four when I saw the score. And, and honestly, I'll, I'll be honest, I didn't get to see any of that game. But when I saw the score at one point, I said, hmm, they're on their way to the Final Four. But it didn't happen. Miami wins the game, comes back and wins the game. So now the question is, is, he, is the interim title taken off? And we'll see. You think tomorrow? I do. I'm writing it down. Ward said Tuesday. All right. Uh, one other thing I wanted to get to this morning is what's going on with the Dallas Mavericks.
3: Ugh. they stink. Why? I The Kyrie Irving and Luka uh three and nine together romance did not work for whatever reason. Why? I don't know. Well, What's the I, common I denominator? Thought, I thought that that was a home run.
0: Well, obviously they did too. That's why they did it. That was to get
4: him over the top, wasn't it? Yeah. I When they penciled him in, I
3: playoff contender
4: a week ago today they're the 6 seed now with this rough stretch now they're back down to the 11 seed and they're, they're
3: they might not make the play. In.
4: Yeah. Whew.
3: And that's hugely
0: disappointing. There's been injuries, there's been all kinds of stuff, but when
3: they play together, they're 3 and 9. They haven't been very good. I don't I don't know why. I I I don't I, I can't figure it out can there be and I and
0: we know that there can be, but is this the case where it's just too many cooks in the kitchen I mean
3: there's there's one guy this is is this there's only one basketball I mean I don't know it almost seems like each one's waiting on the other one to take over the game
0: hmm again from afar isn't this Lucas team?
10: Shouldn't should it be, be Luca's
0: team? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So they know their roles, or they should know their roles. Go execute them. But they haven't, have they?
3: No. It just hasn't. And, and but, again, they haven't been completely healthy, even when they're on the floor together.
4: Yeah. And that trade, you know, it they, they were already pretty bad defensively, but then trading away their best, arguably their best defender, Dorian Finney-Smith, they haven't had anyone step up and fill in that role, especially in the perimeter. And they don't have, they don't have a good rim protector at the center spot. Dwight Powell's just not cutting it, and he hasn't been cutting it for a while now. It's just defensively, it's a really bad team, and I think that that is a clash of styles because Luka is like a really ball dominant player, like calling isos and everything, and Kyrie's a little bit better about distributing the basketball. But for again, they just haven't meshed well at all. Well,
3: the other thing is, I mean, even with those two, they could mesh all they want. Mm-hmm. there's no supporting cast there. Exactly. There's nothing left. So two guys, two on five is not a fair game. But didn't you know that before you made the trade? Well, no, you didn't. You didn't. But no, nobody, as Ryan said, nobody stepped up and, and adhered the role now. That may be because nobody can. And that's pretty evident that nobody can. But, I mean, you got to have some help. They've had zero help from everybody else. Zero. So that's not good. You can't throw it all at their those two guys' feet. They gotta have some help. They gotta have somebody rebound the damn basketball and yeah. kick it out. Yeah. And they don't. I guess my question is, as a guy that doesn't
0: follow them very closely, and I'm sorry I don't. Wasn't the roster pretty much constructed the
3: same before they went and got Kyrie? No, they traded some guys off that were playing defense for them.
4: Well, Dorian was... Finney-Smith was probably their best defender.
3: Yeah. So you traded defense for offense. You, you did, but you also hoped and crossed your fingers that somebody could step up and, and get a damn rebound or two, and they hadn't been able to do that. It's just not. It's not been good all the way around. But again not healthy. Either one of them have had nagging injuries and they haven't had any help. When I mean, you can't expect just to throw two guys out there and those two guys alone take over the NBA, it's just not going to happen. They've got to have a supporting cast of some type of supporting cast and they don't they have zero zero help. And that's on Mark Cuban. That that's not on Jason Kidd. That's not on Luca or Kyrie did it work out the way that they they dreamed it would no but again you can't just go out there and roll the ball out to those two guys and go okay you two guys go take over this game it's just not going to happen in the NBA it's not you've got to have a supporting cast and they have zero help yeah well do they have time to recover no, they're done.
4: Yeah, I don't think they're ma- they're they're gonna miss the plan.
3: Holy smokes! They want they lost back to back this weekend. They're out
4: against a bottom three yeah. team in the league too.
3: Yeah.
0: Ugh. So how do you revamp this thing then? It, let, let's say you get to. Let's I don't see.
3: think you get to. You're. I don't think you're going to be able to re-sign Kyrie Irving. So you rented him for nothing. Yeah, it it failed miserably. Mm.
0: 8.48, dozen minutes away from 9 o'clock. This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas.
11: Glenn Moore and Baylor Bear Softball on
6: 101.3 FM.
1: Baylor Softball back home and back in action Tuesday at Getterman Stadium hosting UT San Antonio. 4.45 for the warm-up show. 5 p.m. first pitch Tuesday for Baylor UTSA Softball. Join Dan Ingham for Baylor Big 12 Softball every game on
3: 101.3 FM.
13: Listen
2: to Game Time Online at syntechsportsfan.com.
0: Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boy's Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boy's Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud no job is too big or too small, they do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over.
8: This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in Personally Fit Arch supports at the Good Feet Store. It's music to our ears. Just listen to Deidre. I would tiptoe out of bed because the pain would shoot up my heels. When I went to the Good Feet store, they allowed me to try on the arch supports, and I started sobbing because I had no pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life
3: starts with Good Feet. The Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace
9: and now in Temple.
2: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
9: I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas sports update. The Final Four is set for the NCAA Men's Basketball Championship. San Diego State will take on Florida Atlantic in the first semifinal, while UConn will tangle with Miami in the other semifinal. Half of the women's Final Four has been decided as LSU and Iowa punched their tickets yesterday. The other two spots will be decided tonight between South Carolina and Maryland, and then Virginia Tech against Ohio State. Baylor baseball was swept by Oklahoma State. That drops the Bears to 9-15 on the year and 2-4 in league play. With a 5-1 loss yesterday, Baylor softball also lost all three games to Oklahoma State to start conference play 0-3 and fall to 23-8 on the season. The McLennan Highlanders are back on the diamond today after sweeping Vernon on Saturday. They host Panola for a nine-inning game starting at 2 o'clock.
2: Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on Game Time.
0: All right, it is March the 27th. Well, oh, where is this month gone? Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. And uh, coming up this afternoon at 3 o'clock, it's the John Moore's program. And uh, John is going to have James Leverton, BU's pitching coach, on the program. Plus, he'll have a recap of the uh, pro day that's going on today. We'll be over there today. For pro day 19 i believe it's 19 players participating in pro day auditioning for uh for the uh, nfl scouts and i it, it's boy it's to me it's an interesting day uh for these guys is it's you know it's really their last opportunity to showcase their uh their skills obviously without uniforms but you know in t-shirts and shorts and a chance to, to showcase their skills before um uh, before the NFL draft coming up in 1 month. 1 month ward from the NFL draft. Can't wait. Has the Cowboys kind of positioned themselves in a pretty good spot with their with their free agency signs and their and their re-signings of of players? Are yeah. they in a pretty good spot? They are. I think so too. W- greatest need, O-line, D-line, or running back? All three.
4: <laughs>
3: Pick your poison.
4: I no, think I'd say D line. They I need to 30. find they
3: need to find an offensive guard. Uh yes. they need to find an edge rusher. And they need a running back. Uh I, I think the offensive guard right now for me is the higher priority. And then I would go edge rusher and then I'd go running back. But again, if you get the twenty six and BJ Robinson is there, which I don't think he will be, I think he'll get snatched up just right before the Cowboys. But if he's there, you take him. If he's not there, you take the best player on the board, which will probably be probably be an edge rusher. Maybe Nolan Smith out of Georgia.
0: For me, just for me, I think there's enough pieces on the offensive line that I would go D-line first. I just think they need some help over there. I, uh, I don't.
3: Okay. I mean, that's I I that's what look, makes the world go round. <laughs> I know, but your offensive line, you never had a swing tackle last year either. I mean, you've been putting a Band-Aid on this offensive line for almost two years now.
4: And so, t- Terrence Steele's coming off a torn knee too.
3: Yeah. And so you better start thinking about, hey, we need to have that offensive line being bolstered back up to where it needs to be.
0: Well, we'll find out in a month, won't we? Uh, would you be surprised if they took a running back as
3: late as the fourth round? No, I wouldn't. But I don't. I don't know that a running back in the fourth round is going to give you much help.
0: Well, and that's the question, I think, because I, I, look, I, I'm. I think you and I think a little differently on this. I think Tony Pollard's your guy, and you're you're not. You're not sold because Tony Pollard's injury. What if Tony – just humor me here. What if Pollard was not injured? Would he be
3: okay for you at the running back position? To carry the full load? Yes. No. Why not? I just don't think he's that type of guy. I don't think he can do it. Somebody does because that's what – they're putting their eggs in that basket, aren't they? Well, they got him as a free agent. I mean, as a – Tag. Yeah, I mean and he he's signed gonna, yesterday or Friday, I think. He signed the tag. Yeah. He's not getting a contract for the season. Ten million. That's that's the tag. All right. Uh so that's jump change.
0: Eight fifty six. Uh we gotta get out of here. We'll see you in the morning at seven. Talk more about it then on ESPN Central Texas.